Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Did you know there are over 50 countries that grow coffee? Atlas Coffee Club designed a coffee world tour that highlights the world's best coffees. From Papua New Guinea to Peru, Burundi to Brazil, each month their subscribers discover a new country's coffee. Get your first bag of roasted-to-order coffee free, just pay shipping, by going to atlascoffeeclub.com slash challenged. It's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yeah, we thought we'd have it like all figured out by the time we we're in our thirties. And do we? Uh, no, we Dang don't. It. We don't. Hey, but we are a work in progress. We are, and especially with this brand new year, we have a really amazing guest on today, Doctor Kevin Gilliland. He's an expert in mental health, depression, addiction. He's been working more than two decades in healthcare as a clinical psychologist. He is a pioneer of outpatient treatment. He also is the director of Innovation 360, which is a treatment center for alcohol and drug addiction, depression, anxiety, family therapy that's based in Dallas. I mean, he also has a book called Struggle Well, Live Well, 60 Ways to Navigate Life's Good, Bad, and In Between. This seems like a perfect time to talk to him because we are three weeks into the new year. Candice, how's your resolution going? I mean, 
mean, <laughs> I'm really bad at making resolutions. I remember once mine was like speak French by the end of the year. Like, that's a tall that's order. That's very, that's like venti. That's a double. <laughs> is there like a double venti? Sure. Like a quad, quatri. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I want to start putting into practice all this wonderful advice we've been learning from this podcast experience, honestly. You know, I really want... 2020 to be about applying myself to like actually journaling, actually meditating. I'm still want you to meditate. I know eventually <laughs> one day, um, but, and taking responsibility for my own health in longer stretches of time, mm -hmm. not just doing like little bursts of, um, like physical activity for a few weeks and then just kind of like give it up. I want to be able to kind of implement small daily rituals that are for me and for my physical and mental health. That's great. Yeah, but that's really hard to do it is overnight hard. Mm -hmm. and um, and especially coming down from the holidays. What yeah. about you, Kayla? So my time is really limited right now, obviously, since I've had a brand new baby. And I'm realizing that when I do spend time with other people, I want it to be with quality people. And I want it to mean something, to feel inspired by it and not just, you know, say yes to everything, which is what I have been doing um, so I'm really excited to talk to Kevin about that. Yeah, you've said you're like a yes person. I am a yes person. For like ever. To a default. Yeah. So that's something that I'm going to have to change. Um, and it's probably going to take more than three weeks to do that. Yeah, that's a lifestyle change. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so we have a really great conversation with Kevin coming up. So stay tuned. Here he is. So we are here with Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us via Skype in New York City. That's right. So good to be here with you guys. I wish I was in California, but New York with good weather is a pretty good second choice. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're kicking off 2020 and we wanted to discuss a broad range of subjects on like on physical health, on relational health, but we wanted to talk with you about mental health, especially it's a new year. It's a new decade really. And we always like to come up with a bunch of resolutions uh, early on in the year, but uh, within a few weeks, it's easy for them to start slipping away. Is this something that you see happen with your patients? Oh God. Yeah. It happens all the time. And it's funny. You just said a new decade. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, we really are. We're into another decade. And the first of the year is the most common day we all grab hold of to go, Hey, now I'm going to try to do some things I've been meaning to do. Um, and yeah, you get about three weeks in and it starts getting hard. The fun's kind of over and it starts getting to be work. Mm -hmm. uh, and it takes a while for the benefits to show up too. And I think the best thing for people to know is that our mental health and our physical health are actually incredibly closely woven together. So whether you're doing something that's a physical health thing or something that's purely mental health, you'll see the benefits across. If you, it's like if you work out and have zero plans to eat better, you're going to start eating better regardless. Because mm. it will help you feel better when you're working out. Yeah, and if you're decent at math, you go, okay, we've all got watches. And I'm like, wow, I burned, what, 250 calories. And I know if I have that for breakfast, it's like, why'd you get up at five? You know, and so at some point you start going, no, I'm not going to, I'll make a better, bad choice when it comes to my food. And the same thing happens with mental health and our physical functioning. And the same thing, if we start working a little bit on each, we'll start to see those kind of weave together and it gets a little bit easier, but man, the new wears off by, by a month in. Do you find that people search for 
enter therapy for the first time more often in January? Oh, God, that's really a good question. Uh, um, God, that's really good. You know, we're so seasonal. Um, it's t- it typically is. We tend to get really busy in January, um, and we also tend to get really busy around August or September. Um, but January is a really busy time because nobody wants to stop doing anything that they're struggling with, especially eating or alcohol because it's when all the parties are and it's all the social festivities it's really hard to step into those things but then january settles in and it's a difficult time because we've either been reminded of relationships that have ended we don't have um or that really causes trouble and when all that gets quiet which is january that's where we typically struggle as people yeah. So you talk a lot about being mentally balanced, and that's something that I think a lot of us strive for in our lives. But it's so much easier said than done. So what are what do you tell what what advice do you have to us, and what do you tell your patients? How do we continually try to stay mentally balanced in the craziness of you know a new year? It's I'll go back to what we were talking about earlier, which is our mental and physical health are so connected, and we we think too narrow about mental health. Sleep deprivation is one of the first places that I start to look for people's mental health. I saw a physician not long ago that was really struggling. His wife made him come see me, which I always laugh because it seems like our wives are always making us be healthy, which is good. <laughs> Men are horribly slow at that. Um, and, and I got to talking to him, and it, his, was, his struggles were mainly his sleep deprivation and his nutrition. I mean, like that had a huge impact on his mental functioning. And, you know, even, uh, and I do a lot of work with people that struggle with addictions, you know, um, Alcoholics Anonymous talks all the time about don't get too hungry and don't get too tired. And when you look at our mental health, and you guys know that you work in careers or have children that really play with your sleep. And you can only go so long playing with a human sleep before your mental health starts crumbling. And so I always tell people, look, first of all, make sure that sleep is power, food is fuel, and movement's medicine. And if you're not getting the sleep you need to or you're eating really poorly or you're really sedentary, you're not moving, I I can't help you. I mean, I can't – therapy can't course correct those things. Now, that's good news. Because it means there are a lot of things that we can do to have an impact on our overall mental health. And then the other thing I tell people is have realistic expectations for change. Please don't do that whole 21-day thing. If you do something for 21 days, it drives me nuts. I mean, it's catchy. It's 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 catchy. It's just Wait, I don't what's, think I, what's the 21-day thing? You know, you hear people go, How long does it take to develop a habit? Well, uh-huh. do something 21 days in a row, right? You always hear Got that. It. And you go, yes, yes. I just my only question is where's the research that supports that? Mm. I'll save you time and Google. It's not out there. It takes about three to four months. I know that sounds terrifying if you're three weeks into this, but it takes about three to four months to really change a behavior. Because what you're, what we're almost all trying to do, if you step back and look at it, is we're trying to end a behavior that's been problematic. Right. Like I know I've stressed myself. I keep saying yes to everything or I'm sleep deprived. So I've got to stop this 
then I'm going to go through this phase of, I, I don't know what the heck to do because I haven't developed the skills. And then I start trying some skills that really work for me. So we're stopping going through this really uncomfortable phase and then starting to find things that get us traction. And that all takes about three or four months. Do you find that a lot of patients come in and maybe there's an element of denial or maybe they've decided like, oh no, no, like I have like true anxiety. And you're like, yeah, no, I I hear that you have anxiety. I hear that you feel anxious because also I feel like there's an element of with social media words like anxiety and busy. And I'm just so stressed out, get thrown around so much where it's like a novelty or at the end of the day, you're like, no, I, I hear that you are experiencing these feelings, but it's really a result of maybe being on your phone really late and not sleeping, or it's really a result of not taking care of yourself in a different way where it's not like a clinical diagnosis. Yeah. 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 No, I do. I, I love arguing with people about stuff like that. They're like, no, 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 that's not it. And I'm like, no, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're an architect. I, I'm not telling you how to build my house, but I'm telling you that is. And so, yes, it is. It's fascinating. I, I talk about anxiety and stress more in the past five years than I have in the first 20 years that I started working in this field. And I think it was, God, it was one of you guys that was talking about cell phones. Oh, it was you. I think Candace, yeah, I think you were talking about your daughter and y'all were talking about cell phones and how disruptive they are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, cell phones are a problem, but they're not the problem for us. Cause when you look historically Go back and read it. What we said is a field and as a society about the television. It's hysterical because it sounds exactly like we're talking now about social media and being on the cell phone. You go, wow, they talked about the television in the same ways. And they weren't entirely wrong. They weren't entirely right. Just like now it's, our problem is we're floundering to use it responsibly and to know when to step away from it. And that there's no question is creating a lot of stress for us. So there's, there was a company in Europe that I was reading about that had written software for um, their email system so that, that you, as an employee, you couldn't send emails out past, I want to say six or seven at night and you didn't get new emails until eight in the morning. And, and it's basically going, look, you humans, we love you. You're doing great work here, but we got to set some limits on the fact that you can look on your phone and keep working. And it's the same with us, with family and friends or the stress that social media can add to us can be horrendous. We, we really do have to, we have to be more thoughtful about what we read and what we follow. Mm -hmm. um, and, and when we do that, we actually start to see some positive results that really surprising to us. And, and it usually has to, I think it was something you said, Candace, that reminded me I was, because I do see folks and we work, I work at innovation 360 work in such a way that I'm more available than probably typical practice. And I remember getting off my phone. This was horrible. This is one of those, why did I have children moments, but it was good in a, in a positive yeah. way. So, I'm taking my son somewhere. He was probably 10 or 11, my youngest. And I had to take a call and I hung up and he just sort of mutters under his breath. Um, Gosh, dad, you're always on your phone. And I was like, wow. Okay. 
one, I appreciate that, but not as much as you think, because that was like a really painful observation. And from that day on, I don't think I have ever answered my phone with my kids. Mm. I was like, that's it. I mean, I was now it, it would be a misnomer to think in that one moment I changed. I, I don't think that's actually the case. What, what seems to be more accurate, like committing on January 1st to do something different. We actually, when you look at us, we'll do that for a couple of years before we'll actually settle in and move forward with that change. And so I do, I think we have to one, have realistic expectations of what does that change process look like? And that there'll be some little things that move us along that process that'll surprise us by the impact they have. Now you talk about, yeah, you talk yeah. a lot about relationships as well and how our close-knit group of people who we choose to surround ourselves with affect our mental health. Um, a lot of us seem to keep toxic people around for some reason. Is there advice you have for us? Let's say one of our New Year's resolutions. I know for me, I'm going to try to not necessarily say yes to everything and to do, to really make my time spent with friends quality time and make sure it's quality people. How yeah. do I continue to do that? Uh, it's one of the most important decisions you'll make. One of the most important decisions, just hands down. We are, are in our, our very DNA. We, we are relational. In fact, the cruelest of all mental health symptoms is isolation. Uh, hands down, it's devastating to us. And I had I had somebody just ask me about toxic relationships the other day, and I'm like, listen, th there are just people that are oxygen thieves in your life, and you just go, and I, I don't mean that in a judgmental, awful way that it sounds. I really do, actually. <laughs> you just go, okay, you you relationships should have some reciprocal nature to them. And if it, if it really is toxic, if you're always walking away feeling worse or guilt, or why do you do that? And it's not out of this being drawn forward of a loving kind desiring, but more is guilt or some other crazy emotion, then you really do have to go, why, why are you staying in that? Now, there are times you stay in that relationship because you're trying to help and get, I understand that. Believe me, I understand that. But when it comes to friendships and those relationships that sustain us and encourage us, they're vital. And we should be far more thoughtful about them than we are. Um, it's so it's, it's wildly fascinating to me now to talk to young adults in the twenties and thirties that are interested in looking at being with a partner or being married or, and I'm like, wow, you guys are putting, there's such wonderful thoughtfulness to it. It's I'm like, that's how it should be done. Because when we did it, but I've been married 30 something years and I'm like, I can't believe we're still married. <laughs> we really did not put this much thought into it. I, I mean, really, I was like, God, you seem really cute and friendly. I, I, I love this seems good. I don't know why she stayed, but she did. <laughs> you're like, that was it. I, don't even, I honestly don't even remember talking about having children. I'm like, yeah, sure. I think so. Do you want, and she's like, yeah, I've always thought. I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, that was it. And I'm like, wow. But now you guys have such a thoughtfulness about it. We should use that same kind of thoughtfulness 
with the friends we have, and then we need to take the time to really work on those relationships, especially when we're trying to do something or change something that we think has been really having a negative impact on us, like stress or anxiety, or that we have this New Year's resolution, which is just a jumping off point to say, hey, I want to commit to making a change. And letting those people close to us know about it actually helps us be a little more successful. Mm -hmm. When you look at people that are successful at goals, that actually helps. Do you think New Year's resolutions are a positive thing or do you think whatever works to get anyone wanting to like move forward in a good way in their life? Or do you think that it's too much pressure and it's like someone setting themselves up for failure? God, that's such a, that's like, yeah, that's, that's such an insanely great question. So specific to the research. It's not even funny. One of the problems about New Year's is everybody randomly grabs that as a date, whether they're ready or not. Mm. We go, ah, the change literature it's funny when we look at some of what we've learned have been from smoking, that one of the really effective things about people that stop smoking is that they pick a date. Um, so picking a date is actually a good thing. Picking a random date when you're not really ready, like January 1st, you can end up saying the wrong things, which is, well, nothing works, or I've tried all these things and I can't seem to, or I seem to still struggle with adding meditation to my life or of being around people that are really good. For, right. Right. Yeah, I, I know just, that's I me. Just I know Candace because she, I know she always tries to meditate and it's never anything. I that... did it once. <laughs> <laughs> which counts, which counts. I use yeah, an app and everything and right? maybe in this new decade, I'll do it a second time. Maybe. And that's See? my, that's my meditation. It's a decade. Well, once a decade. A decade. <laughs> That's it. You got to pace yourself. You don't want to jump into meditation too soon. No, I take my time. Yes. But I love the idea of the fact that not January 1st, the date doesn't work for everyone, that you have to find when you are actually ready to start anew. Um, So let's say someone that's listening right now is like, oh my gosh, this is such an epiphany for me. I'm not ready to quit smoking yet. Um, What are the steps we can take to understand which date works for us? Yeah. That if so, if you're not feeling it, if you will, one of the things we know is that, but you're thinking about it. And that's actually one of the first stages of us changing is, is we start to realize, you know what, I'm not okay with this. And so gathering more information, and maybe it's that, hey, this year, and without naming names, this is just be a totally random example. Maybe this year it's, I'm going to read up on meditation, right? So that. <laughs> It's right. Totally random. Just pick an idea (laughs) out of the air, out of thin air, out of thin air without putting anybody on the spot. So you go, all right, so I'm this year, I'm going to start reading some articles on meditation. What are the benefits? And actually true story. Two years ago, I tend to be overly Western emphasized in medicine. Although the past five, 10 years, I've been trying to broaden that. And so meditation was one of those fascinating pieces for me. So I jokingly kept telling people that I was going to be a yogi this year. It was my new year's resolution, but I don't think you can do yoga once a year and ever become a yogi. (laughs) So I started reading up on meditation and I came across a gentleman at Harvard. I think it's, um, I think it's Benson and he studied for 30 years, the effect on, um, He didn't call it meditation. It was relaxation breathing, basically. But it was the exact same principles as meditation. And he was just looking at how it impacted cardiovascular patients. And it was 
amazing. And I just read an article here not long ago about meditation's role in helping people manage chronic pain. And we've got, what, 60 million people in this country that struggle with chronic pain, uh, childbirth even. Um, and so you go, all right, so I'm just going to start reading. And that's all I did. I just set out to read. I had some people ask me questions about it. And as I started reading, I'm like, wow, there's actually a lot of science to this. And for sleep problems, which I have some sleep issues. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this meditation a chance. And so what I would say to people is if you're like, okay, I'm not feeling it this year. I'm not ready to step into this. Whatever your subject is, whether it's I want to stop smoking or I want to learn to manage the stress in my life and you're not feeling like starting, start reading about the subject and start monitoring it. Start just keeping track of it. And now iPhone's got some great things that we can track, but just keep track of all right, just in general, how much am I sleeping every night or how much am I reading and looking at and doing work after I get home or on weekends? Does that make sense? I mean, that's actually, absolutely. when we study change, that's actually the first thing that we, we start doing is we start collecting information because we've got some interest and curiosity about ending this behavior and starting this new behavior. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. 
because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. Get 20% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful with wedding websites, registry, invites, and guest list manager all in one place. Their free wedding website designs come in hundreds of gorgeous designs, and it's easy to create your site in minutes. Zola has the highest rated registry of all time, where you can register for gifts, experiences, and honeymoon funds. Zola also offers beautiful, affordable invites and paper designed to match your wedding website. Customize them with your own photos, wording, and more. Zola will also help you collect addresses and track online RSVPs with their free guest list manager. Zola has helped 1 million couples get married. They'll help you too. Go to Zola.com slash challenge today and use promo code SAVE50 to get 50% off your save the dates. You can also get a free personalized paper sample before you purchase. That's 50% off save the dates at Zola.com slash challenged promo code SAVE50. Did you know stress affects your skin? It can cause dryness, signs of aging, and redness. The good news? Sephora's got your solves. Keep your skin concerns in check with Sephora's skin-saving lineup and get ready for stress-free skin in 2020. Quench dryness with top skincare picks from Drunk Elephant, Tatcha, and Dr. Barbara Sturm. Drunk Elephant's F-Balm Electrolyte Water Facial is an electrolyte-packed overnight mask that effectively rehydrates overly parched skin. Tatcha's Serum Stick visibly plump fine lines with targeted hydration. And Dr. Barbara Sturm's Glow Drops fight dullness to give you the glow you deserve. 
To target signs of aging, try the Fresh Lotus Youth Preserve Moisturizer. It prevents visible signs of aging thanks to antioxidants from the lotus plant. Or try the Dr. Dennis Gross Stress Rescue Super Serum, a radiance-boosting serum formulated with superfoods and niacinamide. And to calm redness, there's the Laneige Hypoallergenic Sicko Repair Sleeping Mask, an overnight mask that's formulated to soothe stressed-out sensitive skin. Get the skin-saving lineup only at Sephora, online and in-store now. And we're back. Through this process of having this podcast and wanting to gain more knowledge and educate ourselves and become, just grow, really, I feel like that is something that gets talked about so much is just the act of writing something down, like, pencil to paper even of just like key in a way to like set goals for yourself, but then also to recognize the patterns that you have or, or journaling things that are weighing on your mind in order to help you sleep. And it is such an interesting thing that keeps coming up over and over. And that is something that is slowly being taken away from us where they're like not even teaching cursive in school anymore because we don't write down pen to paper as often as we used to. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if it's effective for us to write our new year's resolutions down pen to paper commit yes i don't yeah, know I is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is wildly fascinating mildly creepy i'm like god do y'all read my emails because i don't know that i can say <laughs> yes we do uh-huh. damn it, it was- you figured it out <laughs> um it was and i've just uh, responded to it to a writer for a, a um so i don't know yet when She'll publish it. But the question was on this, was on writing versus either when we think about stuff or texting and emailing. And there is no question that we process information differently when we actually write it down. Now, you don't need to keep some long journal or anything like that. But when we write stuff down, we process it differently. It's the exact same thing. You guys have both experienced this where you'll have some idea about a podcast and you'll be thinking, you're like, God, I just can't, it's not coming together for me. And you'll say, Hey, I was thinking about, and you'll just ask each other a question like, Oh, never mind, never mind. I just figured it out. That's because you see the information differently. We've, I promise you, everybody that's listening to you guys, we've all had that experience either at home or at work. And you're like, what happened? You go, well, when we get our ideas out, either talking about them or writing them down, we see them differently and we think about them differently. It gives us just a little different perspective. So, you know, we tend to think of journaling as, okay, look, I'm not a Walt Whitman. I'm I'm not going to journal. I mean, I'm not Mark Twain. I'm not Elizabeth Barrett Browning. I I can't write. I don't like, listen, write bullet points, write brief statements and jot them down because it will help you see your problem so much better than, than you're able to when we just let it rattle around in our head. It's why it's so valuable to have somebody. And it sounds like, and it's totally me projecting so I could be totally wrong just go with it so your listeners will <laughs> it's like some of the friendship that you you guys have had because you're in a similar industry which is an extremely difficult industry you're also moms and you hear it on some of y'all's discussions that you're like golly man it's just so helpful to throw this out there with somebody that I know and they know me because it can help me really nuance my path and things that were really going to work for me. 
Does that make sense? A thousand percent. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Especially going back to a part of the beginning of our conversation with being really specific and mindful about who you're surrounding yourself with and whether or not they're going to support you or if they're just going to suck the oxygen out of you. So true. I want to talk about Innovation 360 and and how you kind of came up with this idea and what it is. Um, Is this specific to an outpatient rehab facility or is it more like family therapy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes. So I just had, you know, I wish I could tell you, I had, I had a grad, I teach grad students and I had one of my former grad students come by a couple of weeks ago and say, Hey, I just want to talk to you about your career. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I think that's a bad decision on your part. <laughs> I got no idea how this happened and how I got here. I mean, I really, I, I, I'm like, okay, I was kind of interested in this and I had been working at the time before innovation 360 with a pharmaceutical company and medical affairs. And so I traveled all over the country and just got to see how different people practiced medicine. And the art of medicine varies so much geographically, like shockingly so. And so just to see how mental health services were provided and the different ways, and then to look at what we do medically. And we have a really rigid system in mental health where we think that going to see a therapist for 45 minutes, you know, every, every once a week or twice a week or seeing a psychiatrist and getting medications, that's treatment for our mental health. And while those are two options, it's really limited. And that one of the really big places we struggle in life is translating these insights into behaviors. And sometimes it just gets a little bit easier when we've got somebody that helps us and goes with us. And that's what we do. Not with everybody we see, but with a lot of people, it's a matter of, and it's not just going to an AA meeting or a sober recovery meeting, but for a lot of folks, whether it's, we've worked with some really wonderful, incredibly successful people, men and women that start to steal those things in order to achieve, right? Because every great achievement requires a sacrifice. You guys have achieved a level of professional growth that a lot of people aspire to. And you go, God, that's really wonderful. And and your response is, yeah, it's wonderful, but you've suffered. You've lost a lot. You've had to skip a lot of things. You miss a lot of things because you're studying or preparing or I've got to go meet with. And that's true for all of our careers. And so we start to lose the things that are really important to our mental health. And so... What we've done at Innovation 360 is whether it's there's this wonderful attorney we worked with that had been a tremendously successful athlete and the stress of his successful life. He wasn't working out. It developed really severe anxiety. And so part of our work with him was individually in therapy, but it was also meeting him outside and starting to work on a healthy routine, just like you would if, if one of you guys was you know, just going, hey, I've got to get more active. Well, our odds of being more active go up if we're planning on meeting a friend somewhere. You know, here a year or two ago, I joked about yoga. A year or two ago, I had a buddy that was like, hey, he was further along in yoga than me. It led that California. And I was like, I want to do that. So he goes, Hey, let's go. I'll, I'll meet you at this time to go. Well, you know, of course my alarm goes off and I'm like, I don't want to go do it. <laughs> but what's worse than that is having him call me or text me saying, why didn't you show up? Yeah. So I went and I was like, God, I'm glad I did this. 
And so that's what we've woven into some of the, the work that we do at Innovation 360 is, all right, when appropriate, where is it best to, to step out and help people start to do those behaviors in life that they're just struggling to do? Parallel to also the therapy that they're receiving exactly. and, and especially yep. counseling for addiction problems. Yes. And yes. Yeah. 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 We, do, we weave all that together. That sounds fascinating. I love it. So is it, is it something that we can do digitally online or do we have to be physically near you or what? Yeah. Um, uh, the facilities in Dallas. Just, yeah. We have, we have a place in Dallas and we also have a place in Austin. I did some work out in LA um, and we will work with, you know, certain people um, if they're outside of those areas, but we do that on a real limited basis because our real niche, if you will, is helping people live well where they live. And we've got some great places that, that people can go to, for, our field does, for residential care or hospital care. But at some point, you got to come home. And it is really hard to come home, whether it's because you've had a depression or an addiction or you've gone to a place for nutrition and wellness at some point you come home to your refrigerator and your pantry and your relationships and your job. And that's where we struggle. So the majority of what we've done, we've really tried to limit to the cities that we're in. Um, and there are a few exceptions, but mainly it's the cities we live that, that we're in. What? I, I don't know if this is a, I'm just going to ask the question. If you feel that you see a friend who's struggling with whether it's a lot of anxiety or a lot of stress or even an addiction and you can tell that something has changed in their life and they're going down a dark path. Is there anything that you can say as their friend that in a responsible way, that's not going to like separate the friendship or cross a line that's not yours to cross? Because at the end of the day, I know we all have to be the ones who want to help ourselves but what can you do as a supportive friend or a partner or a family member when you see someone struggling? Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, here's how I would encourage people is the way you say it doesn't matter because you have a relationship with them and whether it's saying, Hey, what's wrong with you? Or, Hey, I just, it's hard for me to talk about this or I feel awkward, but I care about you. I just feel like I've seen a change. Um, and, and that's the thing that we humans, we're okay with just uh, the way I would encourage you is don't worry about what you say, because it, it is not what you say. It's who you are. That is the most powerful thing. I'm telling you, it's, you know, there are times that I think, golly, why did I go to all that grad school and training that you go, man, it is not what you say. It is your relationship with that person. So if you are that person, just have some relief that you don't need to say it right because they will know, because they know you, they will know that you care and that you're worried. Your concern is enough. Man, I'm telling you, your it's your care and your love for them that is so, it is so powerful. It's, it blows me away. It, it's I have seen young, sketchy little dudes, and it's almost always dudes <laughs> that are sketchy, um, although y'all can be sketchy too. Um, <laughs> I have seen sketchy little dudes completely change 
because a mom or a dad will say something to them that's just incredibly loving and caring. Um, so, so that's that's one. Two, avoid big labels. It's just an invitation to argue, and and instead talk about the things you've seen that concern you, and whether that's they're not around as much, or they just seem really down, or they seem really sad, or they've been more tearful, or the things that they used to do that they love doing, they've stopped doing, or um, when one of the one of the bad things that we humans tend to do, especially when it comes to alcohol and drugs, is we ask it to do too much. And I'm I don't care if people have wine or, or beer or nowadays smoke pot or whatever it is. I, I don't care if you do what you do because you enjoy with this kind of food or it's a, this kind of gathering. But when we ask substances to help us manage stress or sleep or deal with things, we're starting to go down a bad path. And so if you've seen people or if you're having this conversation, you're like, look, I'm just concerned. I feel like alcohol or pot or drugs has become a much more important part of your life than it ever was. Now I'm, I could be wrong. I could, be, but that's just been my perception. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're not coming into, you're not coming in hot being like, you're an alcoholic. This is an intervention. Sit down. 20 people are going to be here in five minutes, which, which it's terrifying. And, and yeah. for anyone that's had to hit oh, a limit with someone that, that's what a necessary thing. But what we're talking about is you notice small behavioral changes in someone yes. that you care about and you know it's not like so extreme where everyone's having to corner them for an intervention, but you yeah. also know that maybe they're starting to walk down a path that is not that is unlike themselves, who they are at their core. Yes. And so let me be clear. One, that was a really funny intro you did to being the intervention person with 25 people coming in. <laughs> no, I was not laughing at that. that yes, yeah, sometimes you have to do an intervention. But no, it really is about we don't have to do as much as we think. I, I, there was a gentleman that I was working with that was in sales, and he's phenomenally successful. And salespeople, while they're incredibly insightful about subtleties of human behavior, they're sometimes not as good at the more depth and breadth of, of human behavior. And and so he was talking to me about a boss he was worried about. And I was like, and I got to be honest, he sounds like he has some depression. Have you asked him about that? And he was like, no, God, I'm like, listen, you've worked with this guy for years. I said, if he does, and if he has had it, you need to ask him if it's ever gotten so bad, he wishes he wasn't alive. And he was like, I am not doing that. And I'm like, okay, fine. That's it. it you, you may regret it someday, but if you've known him and you have that kind of relationship, I promise you, the odds are it'll it'll go much better. And I saw him again. It was probably two weeks later. He was like, okay, I cannot believe what happened. I was like, what happened? So he starts talking to this boss. Yes, he had been depressed. He asked him about not wanting to be alive, and his boss started crying. Oh, wow. And said, you were the first person that's asked me that, and yes – I have had those thoughts and it led to this long discussion and his boss ended up going and needing to go away to get treatment. And he was the first person that asked about it. Now they had had a really close relationship. And so it didn't matter how you said it or phrased it. He just talked about some of the little things that he had seen 
that have changed. And if you've known somebody, you see those change things. And be curious. Don't be adamant and certain because there's so much that you don't know. And so, yeah, I, I think stepping in and asking people and sharing the things, because I may be wrong, but it seems like I'm seeing these things. And if it's something else, let me know. But it just seems like you're struggling. And is there anything that I can do to help? And again, I go back to we think in such a limited way about, listen, I'm not going away for 30 days or I'm not going to see some shrink or see. And you're like, OK, well, you don't have to. Not everybody needs to. But are you struggling? And what are you doing that can help your mental health? And again, going back to the sleep, activity your nutrition, you go, okay, well, your mental health's never going to get better if you're stealing sleep. So I'm going to send you this article from, uh, Harvard's got this great article on uh, sleep and sleep hygiene. Like, okay, if you're working too much and you're isolated, not then I can help in terms of inviting you out to doing things or doing things together. I can also send you something to read on sleep and how to improve your sleep. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, speaking yeah. of helping each other, I know we're all kind of three weeks into the new year and do, we need a little extra pick me up. What do you have any last minute advice for us um, to just make sure we feel a little bit more inspired to keep our resolutions up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so great. Um, just keep track of what you've been doing and go back and look at it because sometimes our feelings are not a good indication of a good choice. Sometimes we make a good choice and it doesn't feel good, especially when we're doing something different. And we can doubt what we've actually done. I'm fascinated by the Ironman triathlon people. And it's so funny. You get these uber athletes or even Olympians. One of the things they'll do to help settle their mind is they'll go back and look at their journals of what they've actually done and improve because they'll forget about it that day. And so I would say read back over what you've actually done and compare you to you. Don't don't compare you to somebody else or you can be inspired by other people, which you should be inspired by other people, but you should never compare yourself and your progress to other people. I loved, I think it was Candace, you were talking about coming back from having a baby and just going, okay, look, and, and you were, both you guys were, I can't remember what I was listening to that y'all were talking about it, but you were talking about, look, this is just mean. Oh, it was you, Kayla. It was you talking about today, you know, in 2019, this is what I fit. And so I'm going to see next week how I'm doing. And I'll look back a month of how am I doing mm. in a month, be inspired by other people, but compare yourself to you. Love that. That's Love so that. phenomenal. Yeah. Well, Kevin, we've enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much for all the inspiration and stories and everything you've given us. I feel inspired to keep my resolution going. <laughs> I really do. Keep it going. Do it. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, thank you for joining us. Where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, that is that is an awesome question. <laughs> uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, website, Dr. Dr. Kevin Gilliland and Instagram. I'm pretty sure is Dr. Underscore Kevin G. Perfect. Right. Well, we'll have this all in the notes for our listeners. Thank you so awesome. much, Kevin, for joining us. And, uh, yeah, we can't wait to apply this to our, to our new decade. Okay. What I am taking from Kevin is don't compare you to anyone else, but you. 
When he said that, I raised my hands in the air. I you snapped. It. I did snap. Snaps for Kevin. <laughs> I appreciate that he guided us and the ability to also talk with, uh, just talk with each other, how to talk to someone that you care about of maybe with about something that they're going through. Also some warning signs that you need to kind of be aware of for yourself mm -hmm. and uh, taking stock of if, if you've been isolating yourself or just looking at instead of running straight to like what is wrong in an extreme way, just realizing like, wait, let's go through a checklist. Am I sleeping? Am I actually feeding myself? Am I exercising? Exercising. Am I bathing and showering? Am I actually just taking care of my physical self before I'm going to put a label on what I could be? And there's a lot to, the, you know, there's a big come down after the holiday season that I think a lot of people experience. There's so many parties and presents and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden it's a new year and it's, it's not, it's difficult. It's not an easy transition. So it's something that we need to make sure we, um, have a conversation with ourselves about and make sure we continue to love ourselves through the process. Even if we're not keeping up with our resolution or it's a little more difficult right now, it is okay. I'm really appreciative that Kevin talked about our friendship yeah, and how he could even recognize that like, we've got that support for each other because I really feel like we do. And I'm assuming you feel oh, like we are do you too. kidding me? I'm like nodding my head vigorously. Yes, of course we, of course I do. And it's not, it's something that we need to make sure we surround ourselves with people that hold ourselves accountable. So I'm going to hold you accountable to your resolution. If you can help me to not be a yes person all the time, I would really appreciate it. And I know it's going to be hard. <laughs> I will do my best. Thank you. It is interesting though. In your twenties, it's like, it's, there's a different element of what it is to be social because you're just like going out or meals or dinner or even like you're looking for a new job and you're trying to hustle and you're trying to it's all this like new 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 and if you find yourself like we both have in our 30s where you are you have a partner and you've decided that you have children and you want children and then you've got this family routine that you have to prioritize on top of prioritizing keeping um, up with yourself and making sure that you're taking care of yourself you know, there's not a lot of time left just for like frivolous friendships that aren't really filling you up and supporting you. And that is something that I don't think we take enough time to really consider of like weighing how draining a, a negative person in your life can be to like the whole of your spiritual self. A thousand percent. And um, so help me with that. I'm going to do my best <laughs> to do that too. And you guys, what are your resolutions? Um, let us know. I want to hear what everyone's trying to, be, you know, change this year because it is a tall order. So let's hold each other accountable for it. And, and support each other through the through the process, because that's what this is. We are all directionally challenged and we're doing our best. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We will have another awesome one coming up next week. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. Get 20% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.